Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. When we have the privilege of administering holy baptism in the church, whether it's for adults or for children, the tradition goes that we make the sign of the cross on the candidate's forehead and on their heart to mark them as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. This simple gesture, it's this joyful anticipation of the gifts of Christ's death and resurrection, which they receive, which we receive through water united to God's word of promise. It's a reminder of those daily implications of baptism, that the old Adam in us should, by contrition and repentance, be drowned with all sins and evil desires, and that a new Man, a new creation, should emerge and live before God in righteousness and purity. And this happens daily. This sign of the cross is a dramatization. It's a picture of of the fact that in baptism, God puts His holy name upon us. The name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And because of that, His abiding presence always goes with us and stays with us until the end of the age. The sign of the cross that is made upon the baptized is an indication of the ongoing gifts that the baptized received, uh, that they received, that we receive as we are chosen out of this world. You know, we're conceived and we're born into this sinful and broken world. We're born into this world that hates Christ and hates His righteousness. And by virtue of our sinful condition, we ourselves have participated in that very same hatred of God and His Christ as Scripture says that we were, like the rest of the world, children of wrath. But God was rich in mercy, wasn't He? He loved you by sending His Son to die for you. He loved you by raising Him from the dead. He loved you by sending you a pastor to baptize you and to teach you and to preach the word of the cross to you. So this sign of the cross made upon the baptized is a reminder, if anything, it's a reminder of Christ's great love for us such that he would bear the cross on our behalf. A reminder that we now, as the baptized, abide in his love. And we are called to live this baptismal life in keeping his commandments. But as much as it is a reminder of who we belong to and of our, uh, of our identity and his ongoing, continual love for us as He has chosen us out of this world, this sign of the cross is also a set of crosshairs that is placed upon us. You see, the world that hates God and His Christ will naturally hate those who belong to Him, those who are chosen by Him out of this world. 
In John chapter 15, Jesus is in the middle of his upper room discourse in which he is preparing his disciples for life in this sin-filled world after his death, resurrection, and ascension. He wants his disciples to be on alert. He wants them to have both eyes wide open. That life in a sinful and fallen world would be hard. Not only because of the effects of sin, but also because of the world's hatred. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you, says Jesus. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. The same disciples that Jesus spoke these words to would go on to find this out the hard way. The two who we celebrate and remember today, Simon the Zealot, or uh, Jude, also known as Thaddeus, they are said to have traveled together as far as Persia, where they were bringing the good news of salvation through the cross and resurrection of the Lord, but they died there. They were martyred for the sake of their confession because the world hates Christ. And he promised if the world has hated him, has persecuted him, then it will hate and persecute his Christians. Nonetheless, Christ had chosen them from out of the world They were those of whom this world was not worthy. Though they were hated by the world, they were loved by Jesus, the one who had overcome the world. The world, uh, the, the, the one who had defeated the world and its hatred by taking it upon himself on the cross. Though these two men had died at the hands of a sin-filled world, they are kept safely in the hands, in the nail-scarred hands, of the one who has promised in his love to raise them on the last day. As a baptized child of God, you too must have both eyes wide open. Understand that the sign of the cross that you bear is a set of crosshairs. You almost certainly will not suffer martyrdom, but you will and do experience the hatred of the world in some form. Whether it's being marginalized in in your personal relationships, whether it's being slandered by strangers online, whether it's being denied opportunities in the workplace, whether it's being made fun of on your block, what have you. It comes with the territory. Jesus said it would happen, so don't let it surprise you. Instead, rejoice that Jesus has chosen you from out of the world and that you are living within that baptismal identity. Rejoice that you are abiding in Christ's love, which far surpasses the hatred of this world. Rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. See, when you experience the hatred of this world, you need not participate 
in its hatred by hating it right back. Instead, remember that you are chosen out of the world. Now, something different. As many like to say, we are in this world, but not of this world. You see, you have something that is the complete and polar opposite of the seething hatred and scorn that you find in this world. You have the love of Christ, which is beyond all reasoning and logic, which is beyond anything in this world. And because you abide in that love, and you are a continual recipient of that love in the means of grace, you, with Christ, have overcome the world. You've been made more than a conqueror through Him who loves you. So you are not controlled by the hatred of the world. Instead, because you abide in Christ's love, you are free to love and serve this world. In the name of the God who loved this world so much that He sent His Son into this world not to condemn it, but to save it. God, help us to do this. God, help us to respond not to the world's hatred with hatred of our own, but with this love that is ours in Christ Jesus. God, help us to do this as we abide in his otherworldly love for us in Christ. In the name of Jesus, amen.